The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So if you haven't had a chance to just check out the flavor of the Sexy Cool Lounge, I do advise that you uh, go back and listen to episodes 25 through number one, all right, with this being 26. Got a lot of good inspirational, motivational, inspiring messages from some superb guests that have been through the Sexy Cool Lounge. So you can check us out at www.sexycoollounge. And you can also check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, iHeartRadio Podcasts. And I'm so proud to announce that we are now on Audible and Amazon Music. Sexy Cool Lounge is getting out there. So check us out. Love to hear from you. So today, y'all... I want to talk about inspiration, right? And those that inspire us, those that touch us, those that help us to see things in us that sometimes as we're growing, we don't necessarily see in ourselves. So I'm talking about teachers, right? I have a soft spot for teachers. My mama was a teacher. 37 years, D.C. public schools, 21 of those years as a principal. My daddy was a teacher. My grandmama was a teacher. My uncle was a teacher. My aunt was a teacher. So I have a soft spot for teachers. Shout out to all the teachers around the world. Thank you for what you do. I want to acknowledge that. And as I acknowledge that, I have a very special guest that I want to bring to the table, y'all. She's got a lot to say. She's doing some positive things. And I want to introduce her to you guys, all right? She's got 32 years of teaching. She knows what she's talking about in the school systems. She's also the recipient of the 2020-2021 Teacher of the Year Award for the school that she was in as a teacher. She's also a realtor, so now she's taking her educational tool set and she's helping people move towards home ownership. All right. So I want you guys to please give a warm listening ear to a good friend of mine, Jean Jackson. Jean, how are you today? Thanks, Jim, for having me here. I am doing fabulous. So glad to be talking with you about this endeavor that I have taken on to help educate those who inspire to be homeowners. All right. Well, first things first, let's get through a little housekeeping. You know how the routine runs. First question out the box is, so Jean, what does sexy cool mean to you? Sexy cool. 
You know, when I was looking at your website and I saw a sexy cool, I thought about back in the day when we were in high school together. <laughs> it was always cool. And then I had to bring it up a couple of years to now. And I thought about it as I got older. I feel like sexy cool to me is all about being confident. Being confident in who you are, whether it's spiritually, mentally, being connected with yourself. It's a feeling that you display and overall having joy. That's what I think sexy cool is. Well, you know, the beautiful thing about the question is there is no right or wrong answer. It's all in the perspective of the person, right? And I say this all the time. It's like, I can ask that question a million times and I will never get the same answer twice. I've had people email me from around the world with what their perception of it is and no two answers are ever the same. So thank you very much for sharing your perspective on what sexy cool means. I really appreciate that. And so congratulations on teacher of the year. Can you uh, give us a little bit of backstory on that and give a little shout out to uh, the school where you are that actually gave you that award? Well, well, first of all, Jim, I want to give a really, really, really big shout out first to my husband, Douglas, and my daughter, Bailey, for inspiring me to continue to work hard. All right. And then, we need that inspiration all the time, even if it's from family, to do what we do on our journey. So shout out to your daughter and shout out to the husband for giving you that support to radiate your vibe at such a high level. And to my homeschool family, Old Mill Middle South in Anne Arundel County Public Schools in Millersville, Maryland, I don't know what I would do without them last year. Last year was a year of change. And even the year before that, when we first started with the pandemic and being online, I think I just took it to another level because I wanted kids to be able to learn and have fun and for us to still be able to see growth in our students. And for me, I saw growth. And as team leader, I believe my team saw the growth in our students as well. So it carried on into the new year. And under the leadership of our new principal, Principal Chandler, she is phenomenal with leadership and making sure that everyone is on point, having that giving an inspiring feeling to others, giving it to others for us to do well with our children. And she has a vision and I truly believe in her vision. And without that vision, I don't think that we would be where we are today in our school. And of course, my seventh grade team members, they are awesome. Shout out to Sierra Stabile, Stephanie Pearson, my department chair, 
Marilyn Lapati, my co-workers, Jennifer Dule, my old co-worker, <laughs> Onika Oglesby. You know, we have a family at our school. So without them, I couldn't be who I am. Well, you know, that leads me into um, something that I saw um, that you kind of subscribe to, and it's by Dr. Jill Biden. And it says, being a teacher is not what I do, it's who I am. So can you just kind of elaborate on that? Speak on that for a minute, because that's a very strong statement. And I have teaching in my family, and they believe in statements like that. So from your perspective, you know, talk to me a little bit about that and how that works for you in inspiring and touching kids. Well, you know what, Jim? I never inspired to be a teacher. Teaching was not my ideal. It fell in my lap. Okay. So it all started watching my mother because she was a teacher for over 30 years. And when it fell in my lap, you know what I did? I closed my eyes and I became her because that's all I knew. And teaching is not what I do. It is who I am simply because teaching doesn't stop just because you leave the school building. Mm. It continues 24 hours a day because there's always something you're thinking about. My mind races all the time. It's, my husband said, Gene, can you just please, please just relax? My mind races all the time because I'm thinking about something at school. I'm thinking about a kid. I'm thinking, how can I make this better? When I'm in the car, I've already done a lesson, but if I'm in the car going to school, which takes me an hour to get to every day, I think about, oh, I can change that lesson up. Wait till I get to school. It's a mindset that I have that I need to do something. If I can reach one, or two, then I know that I've done my job. That's why when I saw that quote from Dr. Jill Biden, I said, that is me because teaching is not what I do every day. It's who I am. It's when I walk in that building, being prepared, leaving out the building, knowing, yes, there's more work to do, and how am I going to accomplish my goals as a teacher? It never stops, Jim. So if I'm hearing you correctly, that there is so much more to teaching than just grading papers and being in a classroom with your students, right? There's so much behind the scenes that you either have to have a passion for it or you don't. It can't just be a walk-in nine to five, right? No, because some people don't understand that we are at hospitals, we are at police stations, we are being called sometime. I've been called in the middle of the night because one of my students is trying to commit suicide or someone needs help, there's no food, 
or a kid comes to school with just a t-shirt on, we're out buying things for kids because they don't have. It's when they say teachers are more than just grading papers, that is true. We are nurses, we are psychologists, we are counselors, we are everything. When a kid comes to school and they don't want to participate in class because their hair is not the way that it should look. So what I've done in the past, I've gone out, purchased the stuff, got the kid, brought them to my class. You know, I'm a mama, set them between my legs and started doing hair so that that kid could feel good about themselves. Mm. Again, teaching is not what I do. It's who I am. That's a learning moment. Everyone is not like me, and I don't expect everyone to be like me. But you have to have that passion to do more for a child than just coming in a classroom, grading papers, and then you go home and collecting that paycheck. I think there are a lot of teachers around the world who can resonate and connect with what you're saying, you know. Um, I look at just like, you know, when my mama was a teacher and, you know, became a principal, it's just a part of your true DNA. You know what I mean? Just it, and, and God love you guys for it. We, we need more teachers like you around this world um, to just be there and inspire and touch kids in other ways than just a lesson plan and giving out a grade. So Thank you so much for everything that you do and the things that we don't know that you do that are memorable marks on the kids that you touch. Uh, and, and hopefully they will remember what you've done for them um, as they grow up in life. Um, and again, congratulations on being teacher of the year. Um, that's a, a huge accomplishment and uh I'm sure well-deserved, so congratulations on that. Thank you, Jim. And let me just say this too. When I first started teaching, I taught, became an administrator, and then went back to the classroom because I felt that I needed to be there. So thank you. Absolutely, yeah, thank you very much. So you have started on a new endeavor which is being a realtor okay and part of your mission statement says that you want to educate and inspire people to step out on faith on becoming a homeowner so you're now taking your 32 years of skill set of teaching and you're moving that over um, into helping people understand the process of becoming a homeowner, you know? There are a lot of people in this world who have homes and there are a lot of people who want to aspire to own a home, okay? And I commend you on taking that skill set that you have and trying to help educate people um, who, who want to go down that direction. So for those that don't know, uh, let's break it down. Um, so what is a realtor? 
when I mean, we hear that word, we see it on business cards, we see it on billboards. Um, we see it when people are selling houses and buying homes in front yards. But give me and my listeners the essence of a realtor. Well, Jim, a realtor is a person that helps you find your forever home or helps you find a home. That realtor actually works for a broker. And I have a broker, phenomenal broker, Pamela Dotson. And we work for Exit North Star Realty. And what happens is, is that realtor helps you, like I said, guides you in any way possible to find that home that you like. We write the contracts. We do a lot of behind scenes things. You know, we help you find lenders. In our building where we work in our office and exit North Star, it's like a one-stop shop. Because when you walk in the door, we're going to make sure you get the closing. And anything that you need, we're going to try to help you get what you need to get to closing. So a realtor is the person that works for the broker to help you find your forever home. And for those that don't know, help us understand what a broker is. A broker is the person who owns the building and is responsible for the agents. They are actually responsible for the agents. The realtors work under the brokers and they help and educate you as well to do an excellent job in going out and selling homes. So they are educating you as well as we realtors are educating, we are agents. So we educate people on buying a home. So if someone is looking to buy a home, okay? How do I want to say this? So how, how do they look for, what are some of the good signs in looking for a realtor? Like if someone wants to go out and look for a realtor to, they've made that decision that they want to uh, go down the journey of home ownership. What are some of the things that they should look for in a realtor? Jim, let me take it back a step, just one step. Sure. When people come to us, they need to know why are you buying a home? Mm. Why are you buying a house? Why do you want to make a purchase? Because this could be one of the biggest purchases of your life. Right. You have to know within you, why do you want to make that purchase? And why is it important to purchase a home? And over the years, we all have different reasons. But I've come up with the top three reasons why you should want to purchase a home. Okay. Let's hear them. 
Number one. You need well, well, before, well, before you do that, should we go? Should we go three, two, one? Oh, no, okay. no, no. Okay. Oh, All right. no, Kim, no, you don't want to do that. No. All right. <laughs> Number one, you need a place to live. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Number two, no eviction. And last but not least, a sense of permanence, stability. Okay. Especially if you have kids. Even if you don't, but especially if you have kids. And I say this because growing up, we have we have our family home and my mom always said you can always come home mm, heard that from my grandmama and so when you have children children will always feel that sense of stability i can always go see my mom or dad i can mm. always go see my grandma I, it's that sense of permanence stability who doesn't want that in their life? Well, I'll ask this question. Um, so how do we get people to feel comfortable with feeling like they can uh, go down that road of home ownership? Some people want a hybrid house and maybe they think that um, they can't afford it. And, and here's where I'm asking the question of, a good realtor will help educate them on how to make that happen. And if there are steps that still need to be put in place in order to go down the process, that realtor is going to be there to help educate them to say, okay, you've made the decision that you want to go down the home ownership path. Now, here are the things that we need to put in place for this to be as smooth as possible from start to finish. Well, you, when you're looking for a realtor, you know what you're looking for? A soulmate. You're really looking for a soulmate because that person is going to be on your line all the time. And when a person is looking for a realtor, especially when you have that first conversation, it's so important. You also need to trust your instincts about the person. And these are the top things that I feel are important when you're looking for a realtor. So number one, you need to ask the right questions. Give us an example of what a right question would be. Um, one of the questions I asked my realtor many, many years ago was, do you know the area? Mm. Okay. Do you know the area? Because location, location, location is most important. Two, you have to trust your gut and your instincts about that person. You can't let anyone tell you. A lot of times realtors get recommendations from friends family 
But a lot of times it's just the person on the other end of that phone. And as a realtor, you have to listen to cues because some people are buying out of desperation. Mm -hmm. They are buying out of need. And Jim, everyone has a story as to why they need to purchase a home. And you also need to be able to boil it down to expertise and experience. Because when you have someone that has that experience and you have someone that has the expertise, especially in a specific area, it makes it much easier because your broker is your one that's going to help you. Your broker is like your guide, your go-to person as an agent. Because if it's something I don't know, I go right to my broker and there, she's right there for me. So a lot of times when you're looking for a realtor, you really don't know until actually you meet them and you talk with them and you have to trust your instincts. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. And you have to test their availability to you. When you say test availability, uh, give me an example so that for people who don't know what that means, give us an example of what you mean by test their availability. What I mean is that if a person calls you and asks you, well, are you available on such and such day at this time? Knowing one that you've heard their story, you need to make yourself available for your clients. A lot of times, like me, I'm a teacher. I always tell my clients, I teach school. These are my hours. I can be available for you, but you have to test their availability. If someone's not available, if you're not willing to work with someone on their schedule and your schedule and come to some type of compromise, then it's not going to work. Because you got to think some people work at night. Mm-hmm. They're available during the day. Um, I recently spoke with some spoke with someone like that. And what did I do? I passed the baton to someone else. So as a realtor, part of the the job is is to be honest with your 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 clientele, right? I mean, I mean, and what I mean by be honest is if if their schedule or what it is that they need isn't really um, something that you can kind of make happen for them, then the right thing to do is to not take that on and make it a challenge, but to pass it on to someone else that can actually make that a smooth process for them from start to finish. Is that what I'm hearing from you? Exactly. You have to be honest because honesty is going to carry you to closing. You have to be honest with your clients. You have to be honest in telling them 
this can happen, this cannot happen. You have to be real honest. And they appreciate your honesty. Like I have a client now that I travel an hour and 15 minutes to get to. I could pass my client on to someone else, but I'm not going to do that. I decided I'm going to take on this responsibility of having to drive to them and help them. So you have a choice whether you want to keep it in-house, you can give it to another agent, but you have to be honest with your people. Well, they say honesty is the best policy. Oh, so yes, it is. Yeah, I'm a firm believer on that one. Definitely. So, so now that we've gotten through uh, Realtor 101, per se, of, of identifying a good realtor, can you help me and my listeners kind of like go through some of the uh, misconceptions of then qualifying? So now I have a realtor, you know, in my mind, I may think this, that, and the other, just because that's what's in my head because that's just probably what I've been in my environment or grew up with or seen on TV or whatever, but kind of help us uh, in a sexy, cool lounge. Uh, some of those misconceptions. So, so when you qualify or how to qualify, what, what are some things that, that you typically see people think off the bat and you're like, no, 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 no. You know, down and, and let me educate you. You know what? That's funny because a lot of times I talk to people first because they want to lease an apartment. They want to rent. Oh, Miss Jackson, can you help me find an apartment or lease? And then I say, you ever thought about buying a home? Oh, I can't afford it uh, right now. Um, my credit score is not good. And I say, oh, really? I said, before we talk about leasing your apartment, Let's let's chat about home ownership first. Mm. And then we come back to leasing you an apartment. And I ask one question, are you fully employed? And they say yes. I ask number two, did you pay your taxes? Yes. Do you have a bank? Yes then we can qualify you to get you a home. There's so many misconceptions out there. And one thing that people don't realize is that agents are like attorneys. Whatever you tell us, we cannot tell anyone. So, when you say you can't tell anyone, so like if you come home from a great day at work and the hubby says, hey, how was your day with so-and-so? You're like, I don't even ask me because I can't tell you. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's funny, Jim, because and people won't take you on as an agent like a friend. For instance, you, for instance, you say, oh, Gene, I'm looking for this house. I need to find this house. And now, and you, you're telling me, look, I don't have no $10,000. I don't have, but 
this. I only have maybe $50,000 in my Swiss bank account, or I got $100,000 under my bed that I probably can use. I can't mention any of that to anyone. Well, hold on. Just as a disclaimer. So my, so, so, so my tribe in the sexy cool lounge, <laughs> you clearly know Jimmy IV does not have a Swiss bank account. <laughs> or or $100,000 under my bed. Just so you guys know across the world, that, that is not a part of my vibe. But for the purposes of her illustration, we're just going to go with it. Okay. <laughs> Back to you. So seriously, all, all jokes aside, whatever your clients tell you, paperwork that has been done, financials, all of that stays with me. I can't even talk about it to another agent in my office. So whatever you tell me about buying a home if i am your realtor i can't say anything and that's a misconception that people might not understand as well that oh i didn't talk to this realtor they're gonna they're gonna go out and tell all my business i can't say now one thing and I think that's very important for people to know when we start talking about money and credit that your real your agent is has a truly zip lip. Another misconception is that you need 20% down. You do not need 20% down to purchase a home. I'm glad you said that because just even from my standpoint, until we just did this conversation here, I've always grown up with the thought process that before you even walk in the door, you need to have 20% down. That's know? not true. You know? No. And, and, and I don't know if that's just the way it was like when we were growing up that it was that way and you know you just never kind of like got that out of your head but until we just had this conversation i mean i learned something new myself is that okay so i don't need 20 percent down oh no you you might have as little as three percent four percent which is great so no no 20 percent down another misconception is Pre-qualification is the same as pre-approval. No, it is okay. no. Okay, so let's break this down, all right? Go ahead. So you can pre-qualify, but you want to have pre-approval. When we talk about pre-approval, that means that the lender has verified some financial information. And you can take that pre-approval and say, hey, I want to purchase this home. Here's my pre-approval letter. I qualify for this $300,000 home. Let's get it going. 
you always want to have a pre-approval before looking for a home. Mm. And then the pre-qualification? Pre-qualification means that you have everything that they want. That's pre-qualification. You, you might have you might have your documents. You pre-qualify, mm. but you want pre-approval. You guys hear that? So if you decide to go down this road of home ownership, you want to try to get pre-approval, okay? Not pre-qualified, pre-approval. Yes. And mm -hmm. the next one is you can never pay off your mortgage early. For instance, if you purchase a home for 30 year mortgage, you can pay it off in 15. You need to at least keep your mortgage for five years standard five years after five years, you can pay it off early. And the reason for keeping it for at least five years is what? Because the bank has to make some money. Mm, okay. And I'm being very honest. The bank has to make that money first. Well, let's let's be honest, because because <laughs> when when people start going down that road of home ownership and they start learning about interest rates and things of that nature, that yes, people want to help you, but the people who are lending you the money to purchase have to get some type of financial profit out of it. And your realtor is the person that helps you decipher through all of that information to say, here's the right situation for you. Yeah, right? exactly. The next misconception is that you must have perfect credit. No, no, no. You don't have to have perfect credit. You can purchase a home with a credit score of 580 and above. So is one of the things that going into the home ownership journey is to just have a handle on where your credit is, or is that something that when they come in to talk to you about the process of home ownership, is that something that the realtor will sit down with them and figure out as well? Well, you know, Jim, I do a little dabble in financial as well, helping people pay off their expenses. I do that as well. So I ask them, what are your credit scores? Another confidential thing I have to keep. What are your credit scores? I tell them where to go look for their credit scores. I tell them how to watch their credit. I mm -hmm. teach them how to help their credit increase. I do all of that for them. If they don't qualify for a mortgage, then I say, hey, let's sit down and let's see what we can do to help you qualify for a mortgage, say in six months. Because once I have a client, I'm going to keep you. I might lease you something, but I'm going to keep you as a client because we're going to purchase your home. So it just doesn't end with 
um, information that might be challenging at the moment. You just don't say, okay, come back and see me in six months. You oh, actually no. sit down and work with them. And I guess where I'm really trying to go with this is that a good realtor, regardless of where they are, is still looking at the long game of um, the relationship with the client. Oh, yes. E either Either we can make this process happen now or we need to take a step back and we need to get some building blocks in place so that we can make it happen down the road. And either way, I'm with you from again, start to finish. Right, because I'm gonna see you over the finish line. I start with you, I'm gonna finish with you. Nice. We might have a roadblock, but we're gonna get over the roadblock and we're gonna see you to the finish line. And again, Jim, Everyone does not do that. Everyone will not do all of that. But I just believe that that's what you need to do in order for people to have their dream. Mm. If I can help you make your dream come true, even if it's on a temporary hold, I'm going to stick with you. And last but not least, people think that having a student loan or debt will prevent you from owning a home. And that is not true. So if you have a student loan out there and you still want to purchase a home, you can. That does not matter. So those are my top five misconceptions that people have about purchasing a home. Awesome. Well, I think that is a wealth of knowledge for us to start the home ownership journey. And I want to commend you for taking your superb skill set of teaching and then helping other people's in a whole different uh, avenue uh, learn what they need to know to aspire to having home ownership. And I think it's just a beautiful thing when you can take a skill set from one part of your life and then apply it to another part of your life to still bring some positivity and inspiration to those that need it. And I guess that kind of circles back to once a teacher, always a teacher 24 seven. Oh yeah. It, it never ends. It never ends. It, Jim, it never ends. It, Even in realtor, it never ends. You know, I, my clients I have now, I talk to them constantly. They're steadily calling me, Jean, you know, I found this house. Jean, you know, can you find me something? And and I must say that I have maybe like four clients right now, but one of my clients that I have, a family, they have been so special because we've been looking and looking and looking and looking and we finally found their home. 
And Jim, I told them to look at this home a week ago. Right. They didn't look at it. So I had to come back again and say, hey, what about this home on this street? Okay, I'll, we can go see it. And you know what? We got that contract today. Nice. Congratulations. So, and I, think, I think it kind of just all goes back to teachers and people who inspire other people, regardless of whether it's in the realtor environment or if it's just in the teaching environment. Sometimes you can actually see things in people beyond what they can see in themselves. And I love how you can still see, even if it's just in the in the purchasing of a home, you can see something for someone. You're not pushing them down a direction they don't want to go or pushing them into a house that's not right for them. But sometimes, just as, as like with your students, you know how to get the best out of them to help propel them moving forward. It seems like now within the realtor endeavor, sometimes you can see things that can be right for people. It just takes them a moment to kind of marinate on it and 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 circle back to it. But you're right there to keep pushing in, be like, oh, okay, told you a week ago, but hey, oh, let, let's move forward. And that is so me because I'm like, mm, you know my opinion. Let me just walk down walkway. <laughs> I'm just your realtor. <laughs> and you know what they said, Miss Jimmy said, I'm like, um, I didn't I tell you that last week. Just, just doing my job. Just doing my job. But okay, <laughs> you know exactly, Jim. But, but when you see the smile on your faces, absolutely, when they find something that they really like. I guess it it really warms my heart because I've done my job. Mm. Now let's see if we can get you over the finish line. So now we're at the point where we have to see whether it will be accepted and. If not, we're back at the drawing board. Mm -hmm. And people have to understand that what you might like and mm -hmm. might want may not be for you. So I tell, I will tell anyone who has a spiritual being or any type of mindset, prayer changes things. And if you want something, just say a little prayer. Mm. Because things happen for a reason. Speak it into the universe. That's what I always say. Speak it, believe it, and speak it into the universe. But I want to piggyback real quick on what you were just saying about sometimes it's not right for you. So there is another side to the home ownership process. You can pre-qualify. You can get pre-approval. And you can have all your documents and you can fall in love with a house. But if I'm hearing you correctly, is that there is another side to this. And sometimes, you know, if you're asking for this and they're asking for that, sometimes just the things that uh, are on the table are way outside of your control. Right. And that has happened. Even though you've done everything right and you've brought the right money to the table and everything is right. There's another side that says, hey, I they have to approve or be okay with what we're bringing to the table for you as my client, right? 
Exactly. And Jim, I will say that's another podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, hey, I guess that means you'll be coming back to the section pool <laughs> levels then, huh? Of course. We can talk about we can talk about the other side on another podcast, y'all. Because you know what? And that that side bothers me the most. All right. Well, well, let's stay positive on this one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll stay positive on this episode and we'll make sure that we will have you back to uh, do like a part two of the other side of the realtor business. Yes. The other side. But, right. But that would be that, that would be the, the selling side. Mm, both. OK. All right. Hey. Hey. So you guys <laughs> stay tuned. OK. Yes, it is. And. To bring this all together, I tell anybody, step out on faith. You never know what's down that path for you. There's always going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to step out on faith. If you want stability, if you want generational wealth, mm. If you just want a place to live and you never have to worry about eviction, then home ownership is what path you should follow. Awesome. So, Ms. Jane, if anybody needs to, or if anybody has a question, listening to this episode and they just want to kind of reach out to you, how can they reach out to you with either questions or uh, comments and, and things of that nature? How, how can they find you as a realtor? Well, as a realtor, I do have a home office. My home office is Exit North Star Realty. My broker is Pamela Dotson. We are located at 311 Crane Highway in Glen Burnie, Maryland. 21061. Our office number is 410-891-0091. But if you would like to reach me just to have a conversation, if you just want information, if you want to start the path of home ownership, let me help you get there. Whether you're in the Philippines, whether you're anywhere in the world and you want home ownership, let me help you. Is there an email address where if people can't use the telephone, uh, they can kind of reach you by email or via website? Sure. You can reach me at L as in Larry, Jean, J-E-A-N, Jackson, 55, at gmail.com. You can also reach me at 678-641-5043. And if you guys didn't write that stuff down, I will make sure to have it in the show notes so you can catch it from there. And I'll also have some of her information up on the sexycoollounge.com website. So you guys can also look there as well. So Ms. Jean, it has been a pleasure to finally have you in the Sexy Cool Lounge and vibe with me on all things teacher, educational related and how you're transitioning that over into 
being a realtor and also helping another facet of people see their dreams come through, not just through education and academics, but now also through home, home ownership. And I just think that's such a positive thing. And, and we're always about positiveness and spreading positive and good vibes into this universe through things that people are doing. So I am excited that we were able to have you on here to acknowledge not only your Teacher of the Year Award, but also just expose some people to what you're doing to just bring some more positive energy into this universe by trying to get as many people into a home um, as necessary. So thank you so much for everything that you're doing. And thank you so much for everything that you're doing as a teacher. Well, thank you, Jim. I really appreciate coming on and just giving my feelings on being a realtor and how it can help anyone. I will always be here for anyone. If, even if you just have one question, you can always call. You can always text me. If I do not answer, please make sure you leave me a message and I'll be sure to get back with you. And what's that email address one more time? If my, people are outside of the country. My email address is lgenejackson55 at gmail.com. And my number, 678-641-5043. And if anybody's on Instagram, is there an Instagram uh, place where they can find you? Or can they? Can people talk to you via like the uh, the DMs? and stuff like that via Facebook and Instagram? Yes, they okay. can. So, so if they're on Facebook or on Instagram and they wanna like reach out to you, how, how can they reach you on, on Instagram and Facebook? On Instagram, you can reach me at princess, P-R-I-N-C-E-S-S-829. -S I am on IG. And if you look for me on Facebook, you can find me on as L. Jean Thompson Jackson on Facebook. So I, right. look, so I look forward to hearing from a lot of you. If you are inspiring to purchase a new home, if you want to buy, sell, looking for commercial property, anything that you need, Exit North Star Realty can help you find it. And we are a one-stop shop. So we will help you find your lender. We will help you cross that finish line. Crossing the finish line, y'all. That is what we're going to take away from this. Start what you finish. She's going to help you cross that finish line. So let's show her some love. Let's give her company some love. I know a lot of you guys out there thought you couldn't qualify for a home. And now that you've heard some of the things that she has to say, Let's reach out to her. Let's make it happen for you and your family. All right? Show her some love. Let's get at it, y'all. And to my family, love yourself enough to radiate your vibe, y'all. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And always remember that even though we do not have as much as others, we still have more than others. So continue to put good vibes into this universe so you can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy IV. I love you guys, and I'll see you on the next episode.